Good evening, Meat Suits, and welcome to Read It and Weep. We are the podcast uh, about the worst books, movies, television, uh, music, people passing on the street. Whatever we need, (laughs) we will make fun of it. Right now, we have been reading Percy Jackson and the uh, Philosopher's Stone. No, that's not it. No, we've been reading uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians and the Stolen Lightning by Riordan. How do you pronounce his name? Riordan? Riordan. Uh, anyway, if, you, if you'd like to listen to the audiobook, you, you can get it for free, just for being our fan and doing exactly what I say, by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. And if you sign up for a free trial, you can get, an, get the audiobook, listen to it along with us, and then hear us make fun of it starting in just a moment. We have a very special panel lineup for you today. Uh, he's not dyslexic, he's just hire, hardwired to read Greek, ladies and gentlemen. It's Ezrius. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think my ADHD will also help in most battle combat situations. <laughs> also joining us, he has a set of reed pipes his daddy goat made for him. Reporting live today from Zurich, Switzerland, it's Chris. Hi there. Uh, this will be a great journey if I can just keep my shoes on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, back on the program, uh, his smell is so disgustingly human, it can hide the presence of demigods from monsters. Please welcome back Smelly Nick. I just want my wife to make me bean dip, and <laughs> I want to rob my young adopted son. I, I love the characterization of the, the way they, we knew he was evil was because he liked bean dip. <laughs> it was well, a seven-layer dip. Right? Yeah, right. He can be bribed with seven-layer dip. Yeah. It, it's no simple bean dip. Your chips can get stuck in like in between levels four and five, and then it just breaks. Seven know? layers of bean dip hell. One layer, yeah. she said, was sour cream, which seems like a really easy layer to make. I don't think you get credit <laughs> well, for that. Think... It's a six-layer dip with sour cream. And really, it's like a five-layer dip with chives or a four-layer dip with yeah. fresh tomatoes. You and know, plate. So. Plate is probably a layer also. So let's just agree that it's bean dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also joining us today, me. I'm your host. Uh, I'm... I'm like Hermione, but without being smart or awesome or charming or having any redeeming characteristics whatsoever. Uh, my name is Alex. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to do you. <laughs> uh, the story of my life. Nick, as always, the guest, you have the chance and choice to go first or last in the compliment round. Um, okay, I'm going to go first because I'm afraid my compliment will get stolen. Yeah, so, uh, I have one of those too. Yeah. All right. Um, my compliment is regarding the sort of dramatic retelling of World War II through, <laughs> <laughs> through uh, this book's eyes. Yeah. Where specifically the allies are sons of Zeus and Poseidon, and the Germans are like servants of Hades and the devil, yeah. um, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> now, now to be clear, is it all Germans, or was it just like Hitler was the spawn of Hades and some mortal wench? Yeah. No, I think I'm gonna go with. I, I really felt like they were going with like <laughs> everyone. They really seem to, to, to take it in that direction. Well, I actually, I think my favorite thought about that whole thing was, uh, so Roosevelt was in a wheelchair, which means his bottom half, according to this book, must be made out of horse. 
<laughs> a really well folded up horse <laughs> bottom half. Or perhaps goat. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Uh, who would like to go second? Yeah. Okay. There is still more implied sex in this book than Twilight. <laughs> that's it that's it because to make all these demigods uh the gods had to go find mortal people and do them at least once yeah. and yeah there I you go really glossing over the sense of fun that i remember from mythology yeah right they, just, they always say oh and they fell in love with a mortal no, <laughs> no. they fell in, in dick with a mortal <laughs> <laughs> they fell into bed with the mortal and the mortal probably didn't want it I love how the gods never call the next morning. They're just gone. <laughs> <laughs> never call the next decade. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, baby, I'm a god. That's why this will never work out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have told you that earlier. Oh, no, I, you're awesome, though. You're a great mortal. Okay, see ya. You really don't want to ask me about my number, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Take infinity and add infinity. As, do you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. One of the gifts that the gods gave was one of my favorites ever, which is a pen that if you lose it, it comes back. I, I didn't care you know, that, that it actually turns into a sword if you uncap it, but the fact that there could be a pen that you don't lose ever... <laughs> Oh, man. Well, notice, right, that it's also the pen that you could never actually use because the minute you uncap it to write something, it's a sword. That is that is annoying. <laughs> yes. It's useful but frustrating. So, like, you know, like, man, I sure never lose that pen. I always, always have something to, ah, you know? Like, yeah. So many pens leak. What if the cap comes off in your pocket? <laughs> my my compliment was actually about the pen too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in right now. My compliment is one of those great things that should have happened but didn't, and made me laugh anyway. Just thinking about it. So the scene is he's standing on the top of a hill with his like mentor, and his mentor gives him the pen and says, and he's worried like, what happens if I lose the pen? And his mentor says, no, you you don't worry about it. Just throw it down the hill, and it'll come right back to you. So he throws the pen, and what should have happened is the mentor should have said, ha, I'm just kidding. Go pick it up. <laughs> and now if you just go get the pen it comes back to you <laughs> it would have been such an after all of that build up it would have been so awesome if he was just oh sorry just fucking with you alright grab your sword let's get out of here <laughs> Now uh, it's time for us to summarize the book. I know you think you already know the story because you read Harry Potter, but let's uh, let's try to clarify a little bit what's different in this book. So, uh, Chris, the professional summarizer, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to give you thirty seconds to summarize the first half of this book. Can you do it? Uh, I'll sure try, Alex. Clock's ticking, dude. Bam! Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so you've got a kid, and he doesn't really fit in because he has ADHD as well as dyslexia. He's bounced from school to school. Then, all of a sudden, he realized, I'm the son of a god. And there are all these half-bloods, these demigods. And so monsters chase him. You know, things are bad. So he goes to demigod summer camp where he learns that everybody else has superpowers too. And then all of a sudden, he gets a quest. And the quest is to go get the lightning bolt that Zeus managed to lose. So he goes, he brings his friend, the chick who's smarter than him, and the satyr who has the lower half of a goat and eats cans. And they encounter <laughs> Greek mythological figures that are updated. Nice. Yeah, well done. Under the yeah. wire. <laughs> Is that a satyr thing, by the way? Do half-goat people always eat aluminum? I mean, half-aluminum, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest thing that really I didn't like about the book, you know, is that things are wildly inconsistent. Here's his friend who's been masquerading as just another kid in his school looking out for him. And it turns out once we reveal he's a satyr, he no longer does any of the stuff he did before, but now does only goat things. So 
I like the idea though, Chris, that maybe like maybe it was really obvious that he was half goat, and Percy just that stupid. <laughs> he just suspended disbelief, and he's like, "Well, I mean, I, he was just enjoying his tin can and peanut butter sandwich." I guess he does pronounce most bees as bleats, but still. <laughs> uh, satyrs when they're pregnant must eat some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they just start eating normally, right? <laughs> Bring me a. Bring me a five-course meal that's mostly vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Something light, not too heavy. <laughs> As you mentioned in an email early on that you were thinking you might end up being the Percy Jackson apologist. Yeah. Is that still the case? Yeah, this is totally fun for me. Because here's the thing, dude. I don't think you realize how bad the things were that we were reading before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because you stopped reading it. You just adjusted, right? <laughs> um, it had a main character with a sense of humor, all right? Uh, it had fun titles to chapters, and, um, you know, there was no romance poorly done, <laughs> which is really enough to get me through a book, it turns out. You yeah. might be a 12-year-old. Yeah, no, and you just said, not... like, it's just, it's just like Harry Potter, and, yeah, and I liked Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I don't see how you could not like it. It's basically... The hodgepodge of every successful commercial venture that's come out in like the last ten years, right? They're like, all right, let's steal it. So it's like a little bit. They're on the Fellowship of the Ring. They're on the quest. They've yeah. got you know the Harry Potter sort of witchcraft element. They've got the Dan Brown Da Vinci Code. Like the Greek symbols are everywhere. You, you can't go yeah. anywhere in America with this. And the the summer camp is both eighties B movie horror summer camp, which is awesome. And you've also got the sort of Xavier School for Children. So, bam, you're like X-Men, like Da Vinci Code, sort of Jeez. Harry Potter. Just – it's everything. It's it's basically a powerhouse juggernaut of contemporary su- commercial success. I mean it has yeah, to be. Yeah, but win. well – sorry to cut you off there, but I like all those things. I just hate derivative things. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, since, but... since when does 13 wrongs make a right? I don't understand this. I, look, I'm not saying that it's you know the most creative thing, but it's much more fun than so many things we've gone through. All right, like Dear John was derivative and shitty. This <laughs> <laughs> is derivative and fun. I mean, like, well, yeah, I, I agree. And you know, I was a big Greek myth fan as a kid. So I mean, like, you know, when I read this, if I were ten, it would be reminding me of the Greek mythology which I'd already memorized. But that's <laughs> It's the Chris compliments himself round. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like the thing, the thing that I don't like about the book, and I think Alex, you know, is right to point out some of the writing is first half of this entire book is, boy, I sure felt great when I drank that glass of water. Boy, you know, I, I have these blue eyes and and you know, I, I really like water like, and blue candy. Who, who's my dad? And blue <laughs> corn <laughs> chips. Blue candy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, my mom just really fell in love with making blue things. Like, Where is my dad no. again? Oh, he's on a sea venture. <laughs> like, we just do that so many times before he finally realizes that he's the son of Poseidon. I'm sorry, Chris. It made me feel like a total sleuth when I figured it out. I was like, oh, yeah, I know your life, Percy Jackson. Uh, I guess I'm sorry if I'm smarter than you. Uh, <laughs> this is the Chris doesn't compliment Nick round. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I know you're smarter than me. This is the Chris patronizes Nick round. 
I have a genuine concern that I'm afraid with this book. Yeah. I am worried for the American school children with a genuine psychological defect who will not be properly diagnosed because they mistake their illness for a type of war vigilance. (laughs) (laughs) That, That really worries me. I mean, I feel like... When the next generation of children grows up, they're all going to think they're they're like generals. But they're you're just... concerned that there are people with learning disabilities who actually aren't superheroes. Yes, that's <laughs> a real disappointment of them when they find out that no, actually, it's just the school is harder for you. <laughs> I mean, actually, I'm I'm going to say that if, if we only promoted people with ADHD to uh, high levels of the military, I think we'd probably have a lot fewer and more interesting wars. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like the Tasmanian Devil Infantry. <laughs> As your first just a bunch of whirlwinds approaching. <laughs> well, uh, I also think that and it says something disturbing about our sort of school system where if you're learning a second language, right, if you have your native tongue, anytime you don't understand this, you know, your second language, you're dyslexic. You just yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm sorry. No, I am very fluent in Spanish, and no, you're dyslexic. <laughs> sorry, Juan. <laughs> Poor kid. I don't think I don't think that actually happens. That people are just like people who are Greek and learn English. I don't think the words blur and run off the page for them if they're in English. I think not modern Greek, surely, but I, I bet ancient Greek works that way. <laughs> <laughs> Get Plato over here. He'll have some problems. <laughs> if if Plato went to middle school today, everyone would think he was an idiot. <laughs> no, old man, you're just a bad middle schooler. You're not an advanced Greek. <laughs> Don't tell me the meaning of the test. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the essence of recess. You need to pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean I'm not your touchstone friend anymore? (laughs) No, no, no. No, I want a real apology and not a defense of your silly behavior. Some philosophy references right there. <laughs> what happens when you put four kids with philosophy degrees in a podcast? <laughs> Keep in mind that four kids with philosophy degrees also have nothing to do when they should be working on a <laughs> <laughs> recording of a podcast in the middle of the afternoon on a weekday. <laughs> <laughs> takeaways from this book if someone's being nice to you it's a fucking trap (laughs) that's a good life lesson especially if you're a girl yeah right no one will ever help you (laughs) they will just try to drug you with hospitality and then eat you if i had a complaint about the book it'd just be that they don't get how this is all going to play out it's like percy always says like, oh man, I can't believe this is happening. Is this really happening? I can't believe it. It's like, well, kid, incredible shit's been happening for the last like 180 pages. <laughs> that stranger is going to try to kill you because that's how this is going. Just go through all the myths you know and just you know see which ones match, match up because that person will pretty much try to eat you in the next five minutes. Yeah, it's not like anything's the obscure myths. You yeah, know. <laughs> I already know these myths. Come on. So, so even so, maybe his ADHD is fake and 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 is actually a different thing, and his dyslexia isn't real. But maybe he's genuinely an idiot. Yeah, yeah it's true. Your your dad is a uh, a god, and your mom is human. But you actually also have a, a third parent who is just stupid. <laughs> 
I think everybody's misdiagnosed. You've got Grover, and they call him a cripple, and maybe yeah. all of my my cripple friends are really half beasts. <laughs> They've got some sort of equestrian hindquarters that I'm unaware of. <laughs> you said that like it's okay if I make fun of cripples because some of my best friends are cripples. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I have I have a cripple pass. It's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs. Jackson, but uh, upon uh, looking at your kid, it seems like he has a, a broken sense of foreboding. It's just not there. <laughs> it. It, it might be terminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I loved the fact that for some reason, just after World War II, mortals started getting out of hand. We were just like, whoa, 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 you can't have sex. You've been having sex with mortals forever. (laughs) But just like, World War II, whoa, you guys guys are out of control, no more. This got real, man. (laughs) A lot of people who who lived through World War II, I, I, I know this, my grandma was telling me this, had that same effect. They were like, wow, this war is fucked up, I'm never having sex again. (laughs) <laughs> that's it abstinence only for me from now on yeah, there, there was the whole abstinence boom right after world war ii yeah, there was <laughs> are you calling my grandma a liar uh well you exist so someone was a liar <laughs> every time there is an instance of sex we know lies happen good job Ez. this is true <laughs> great deductive work <laughs> What else we got on this book? Do you, well, do you guys uh, go, go, go. Oh, I got one. I would like to talk about. <laughs> Take that. You got to fucking decide. Anyway, just go. So there's the uh, um, when they're at day camp and they're playing capture the flag. I wanted to imagine how other kids' games would be different once you find out you're a demigod. Like you play capture the flag with helmets and spears now. <laughs> I mean, Foursquare would be pretty fun. I think you get to like, I don't know. Is there any god of balls? A... <laughs> I think that's Zeus. No. I think yeah? that's Zeus. <laughs> Te- no, it was Testicles. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you're Testicles kid, you're awesome at, at Foursquare. <laughs> also producing semen. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody knuckles. No different. <laughs> Probably exactly the same. It's a red rover with swords in each hand. You just sever arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, you play horse with actual, you know, half horses, I guess, and centaurs. And <laughs> <laughs> if you just get two centaurs together, you win. That, <laughs> that game sounds like it actually gets worse for kids. <laughs> Are there any Greek myths that you really hope and get worked into the rest of the story? Like something you haven't seen yet, be like, man, it would be badass if this kid had to deal with X. Oh, um, I got one. The story of Leda and the Swan, wherein uh, Zeus turns into a swan so he can have sex with a woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to run away from like turgid swans <laughs> yeah no, i just love, I love the idea right of, of both things right so either a woman who's recovering from from an encounter with a swan or um alternatively a swan who is really really horny and just you know just, just... i mean his, his mom met this really nice god 
of the sea, but did not say in what form he had taken. She may have been like, well, I had sex with this octopus, and uh, I was totally surprised. Turns out it's a god. I was in a Japanese video, and... Um, I was actually waiting for this whole thing to kind of turn Oedipal, because, like, uh, you know, it's, but Percy Jackson really, really likes his mom. Really likes that mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mom's pretty much perfect. Um, yeah. And uh, he he's pretty close to killing his stepdad. Yeah. So, I mean, dude's got some issues. And, and Greek stuff, I don't know if people remember. Totally fucked up. Yeah, totally fucked up, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> If there was ever an excuse for, you know, a rehashing of my teacher is an alien, you know, this is is it. This is, you know, my teacher is a monster. This is, and of course, you know, they pick like pre-algebra and they're going to pick like, you know, Latin class. By the way, what 12-year-old is taking advanced Latin classes? You? (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Touche. He's got you there. Fair enough. Uh, I, I'm I'm stymied. That, that, I was stuffed. I was stuffed like uh, yeah, like Kobe was guarding me there. You know? <laughs> intellectual Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Nick is intellectually a giant. Has a great intellectual jump shot, and also intellectually rapes the hell out of people. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> and then allegedly will give other people diamond rings to yeah, make up to make up for it. <laughs> I would like to talk about how I I would like to see in the future that all the demigods are considered like half breeds and in like a negative racist sense, <laughs> where it's like I'm sorry, you know, full blooded, you know, gods only. None of these sort of mutts running around. And then what I want to see is no one seems to have imagined the fact that there could be crossbreeding, right? Yeah. That once you know, like, what happens if son of Poseidon knocks up son of Athena. Do they have a, a you know, a god of water polo? Well, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Son, son, and, son, son. and son? <laughs> you guys want to compliment and out? Yeah, let's 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 compliment. Uh, we're gonna go in reverse order from our from our start off. Ezra has graciously uh, allowed me to have one of his segments from the show be my compliment because I wrote it down and hadn't and don't have a backup. So I would like to compliment the one fun thing in the entire book is that the chapter chapter titles are fun. So each of the chapter titles, and it's basically like here's the one interesting thing this chapter, and it's all downhill from here. But each of the chapter titles is like. Uh, I play pinochle with a horse. My mom teaches me how to bullfight. I vaporize my pre-algebra teacher. And it's it's a really funny, almost snarky summary of how of the boring chapter to follow. <laughs> so wait, your compliment is that I like that the chapter titles insult the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I feel the same way. Yeah, uh, going in reverse order. Ez, it's your turn. I don't know if you know Smilla Gabe's last name. Uh, uh, yeah, it was long and gross sounding. Ugliano. Ugliano. <laughs> <laughs> this thing I love about kids' books is that, like, there's no room for su- subtlety. No real need for subtlety, either. <laughs> um, 
Awesome. Uh, so, uh, from Ugliano to Christopher, what is your last compliment? You know, I, I was ragging on Capture the Flag before, but I really like Capture the Flag, and I think it was a good game to, to put in, you know, in a game where some people are as fleet-footed as Hermes and other people are, you know, solid at fighting, like Ares, and it's kind of a stats game like that. I, I agree with you that uh, Capture the Flag is kind of fun. However, so is Flying Broomstick Stickball, right? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they don't, you don't have to pick one. <laughs> well, no, but if you're like, if you're ripping off Harry Potter and you've degraded from this game down to capture the flag with swords, I think it's a, I think it's a, that's a step down. Yes, but you have to spend less time explaining the rules, and I appreciate that. Well, that's true, and and, and the rules have some serious problems. So yeah, what the hell? A quaffle is worth. You just win the game. What yeah, makes? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I think, again, Capture the Flag, it's gettable. You don't have to explain a lot. And everybody likes it. I mean, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, moving on. That's true. Uh, Nick, to close us out for this half of this book, uh, what is your last compliment? My compliment is for the audiobook itself being called, um, when I got the title of it, it just says, uh, Riordan, whatever, uh, The Lightning Thief. So I had no concept that the book was about... Olympian gods and things like that, whereas apparently that's the like the tagline that's attached to the rest of it. It's blah 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 in the Olympians. Yeah. Mm. And having been completely blissfully ignorant of all of the fiction that you guys pick, <laughs> um, I had no idea that it was even a movie or anything. So I was just like, oh, what's this story? And I got to go into it completely naked, which helped me sort of enjoy the twist of it being. Olympian gods, right? As opposed to just having that given to me. It's kind of like when you watch From Dusk Till Dawn the first time, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, this is a vampire movie. Like, oh, you just fucked it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Liar, you've seen it with me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Think of our audience. Yeah. Oh, well, come on. That was like 15 years ago. Get, get your Netflix cues together. <laughs> <laughs> brings us to the end of our first episode on Percy Jackson and the Olympians and the Lightning Thief and a bunch of other crap. Uh, we hope to uh, have you back next week where we finish the book. Uh, once again, audiblepodcast.com slash weep will get you a free copy of the book uh, and also it supports us and that's awesome. Uh, also, uh, we always need feedback so send us emails, podcasts at readweep.com. Become our fan on Facebook, facebook.com slash weep. There's enough URLs for you for the day. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Chris from Zurich. Yeah. Hey. How do you how do you feel about your first Switz podcast? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I want to say that I I'm contractually bound to be neutral, but I will hide your gold. <laughs> yeah. Thank you uh, for joining us from your regular ass location, Ezra. Yep. Still here. And uh, <laughs> and thanks for coming back. And we'll talk to you again next week, uh, Nick. It's been great having you. I appreciate having you guys. Like, let me do this with you. I'm going to start that again. Was about, it almost sounded like I was going to thank you for being on my show. I want to thank you guys for, for doing it. Awesome. Anyway, that's, that's perfect. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. My name is Alex. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Yay! Thank you guys, that was awesome. You guys yeah. are alive. Alex, I feel like your sounds so far, they've been different every time, but the past five have ended with... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
No, 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 that one was a... So that I, what I decided was, from now on, I have to know in my head what's actually going on. So it has to be a little story. So that one was a blowout uh, on a tire on a racetrack. Oh, nice. Ah, that was actually very good if I had known that you were doing <laughs> All you had to do was explain it, and I totally got it. Have something if you want to be with me. Oh, baby.